Hi everyone, I'm excited to be here, but it's just me. I promise you we have some great group podcast conversations coming up in the weeks ahead. We definitely have one coming up on Yes Days and Books and Biases on our new Sensory Room. Uh, We have so much still to come, but today it's about quiet quiet power and the power of a quiet personality, the introverts. So I'm sure that many of you have already heard or seen the book or TED talk by Susan Cain. It's brilliant. Quiet, the power of introverts in a world that can't stop talking. But what I want to do is just give you this little reminder, this little pause that says, let's honor our children in their quiet places as much as the wild, outgoing, vibrant, social, big power and independence that we love to celebrate so much. I also wanna celebrate individuality, um, watchfulness, thinkingness, The, the child that makes contact just with their eyes across the room with a small smile just in the corner of their of their lips there is a gentleness but it's equally confident it's equally personal and it's absolutely something to be celebrated and honored in our children I have to admit that one of the things that I struggle with is when I see a watchful child um, with a grown-up who is pushing them to be uh, more outgoing, more um, in the middle of the circle. What I know is that if you push a quiet child, uh, a watchful child, they will resist. You will see their heels digging deep. You will see them clinging or, or hiding behind a parent. You'll see resistance. You'll see um, a different way of them showing their strength that, that is so not necessary because we know what they want and need and if we honor it, they will find their own time and their own way to come forward and to let us hear their voice and see them as they are. Of course, see me, hear me, love me. Today we will see, hear, and love the quiet child, the watchful child. Um, So I have this funny little meme from Facebook and it was called Introvert Inclusion. And it's got a couple happy faces on it. And it says, sometimes I want to be left alone. Sometimes I want to be included. Most of the time we want to be included with the option of being left alone. Well, that kind of says the whole see me, hear me, love me balance equation because if I see you, then I know that you want to be on the side. If I see you, then I know you're not ready to join my circle. But I can hold your presence with me in a very, very, very powerful way. I can hold you as part of this group, even if you aren't sure you can physically position yourself in the middle of the group. Um, I also love that um, Susan Cain's book speaks a lot to leadership. Um, Leaders are not only those outgoing, talkative salesmen, um, charismatic, 
kinds of stereotypes that we know. There are certainly um, leadership that comes from solo inquiry and from problem solving and then from orchestrating how to bring pieces of something together. I have seen children with quiet powder, power and I absolutely know grown-ups with quiet power to be very, very, very successful. Um, and Susan Cain spends a lot of time in her work talking about um, children and students who are very um, stressed and um, betrayed, maybe, that's not her word, that's mine, um, by forced collaboration. So there is a way to collaborate from our individual strengths to be a part of our group, but to be part of a group in a way that is truly um, honoring each individual in the group, or in this case, in our families. So the thing that I thought I had to share with you today is um, something that I use in an infant toddler presentation that I do for teachers um, about how do we respect temperament in classrooms. And I think that it is um, still valuable in terms of how to respect different temperaments and personalities in our families. If you're a slow to warm up parent, you might be very, very comfortable with your slow to warm up child or an, a quiet introverted child because you are comfortable respecting and honoring that if you honor it in yourself. If you think that that created stress and struggle for you, then you might try to um, fix that in them. And what we know is that we can't fix or change temperament. So, um, but we can learn skills that help us be resilient and adaptable in a variety of situations. So let's talk about the strengths of a quiet child, of a watchful child, of a slow to warm up temperament. And that is they are watchful. Um, there is real power for a child to be able to sit and take in the room, to be able to sit back and evaluate, is that teacher kind? Is the dog, and I'll switch to family, is that dog friendly? Um, how, I can only know um, how to evaluate if I can stand back and not have that stress of putting me in it and mixing it all up, um, then be able to jump in when I'm ready. So of course, as a watchful learner, as a quiet person, they're gonna sit quieter for longer periods of time. Um, I do think that that's um, a great joy, especially if they love books and puzzles and all of those solitary or one-on-one -on -one or small group experiences. But you need to know that's their comfort, that's their go-to happy place. And, and so we honor that, we use that when they're in transitions, we use that when we need to help them adapt to change, whether it's potty training or a new class or a new sibling. Anytime there's change, we fall back on our comfort strengths. They will not be forceful in their interruptions. But that doesn't mean they don't have something to say. It means that we have to watch their eyes. We have to watch their body language. This is the child that if they're having, if, some, if another child takes a toy, if they're having a social conflict, if somebody's too close, they aren't gonna protest loudly like another child might. They are going to get quiet in their, in their um, discomfort um, or in their need to ask for help. So it's up to us to be watchful of them, to know where their signals are, to know what they're trying to say to us. 
um, they will respond beautifully to predictable routines because they like things um, to go a certain way. And if something gets flipped on them, then they have to take that time to watch and reevaluate before they know where they fit in it. So they need that extra time to adjust to changes in routines or random transitions. And life is full of transitions. I don't want parents or teachers to feel guilty or um, wrong about asking a child to adapt to a transition or a change in a routine. If you're traveling, it's all good. Birthday parties are happy stresses, but that doesn't mean a watchful child won't have to stand um, on the side and watch a little bit before they feel comfortable and ready to jump in. They will enjoy repetition and predictable sequences um, because it gives them a sense of power. I can, I, can, I can participate in this because I know where it's going. I've studied it. These are the children in my mind that when they're potty training or learning a new skill, they've been watching for so long, they do it successfully in their head before they do it in their bodies. So they are slow and steady learners trust in them, give them time, and I promise you um, they will own it, they will have responsibility, um, but you have to be patient. Um, there will not be power struggles as loud or as explosive as other children um, or other temperaments. Um, that's not to say that they don't want to be assertive. That's not to say that they don't want to find their voice. We just have to find um, the tools to help them be heard because that loud voice isn't going to come naturally. And we also need to create opportunities for that independence when they might ask for it a little less defiantly as an intense temperament child. So what are the challenges for classroom teachers, but then also for parents? Um, they might be hesitant with novelty and change um, because it takes a little bit more time for them to have ownership, control, and responsibility over it. They're also thoughtful. You know, intense and impulsive children, they just go full speed ahead embracing change. Um, neither is right or wrong. It's just different for different contexts and different circumstances. So allow them to embrace change the way they are most comfortable. And when they don't have those alternatives or they don't have the freedom to do it exactly their way, then, um, then at least come with understanding that says, I know this is challenging for you. I know I'm, I'm asking you to do this quicker than you're ready and I'll help you to do it, but we have to keep moving forward. So you find this perfect balance between your way and their way. Um, in a new situation or with new people, new family members, big celebrations, use a toy or the activity as the mediator. Please don't um, come on too quickly with that intense eye contact or with touching or with pulling them into engagement. Um, they, need, they need to at least establish a little bit of trust before they're going to, to take on um, participation and engagement. Um, if they voice opposition quietly or by digging in their heels, use your emotion coaching to help them understand their feelings and their position. Oh, you don't like that. Um, okay, I'll give you more time. Or, oh, you aren't finished, but it's time to put that away. 
um, I'm sorry, I'll put it, I'll bring it back out for you tomorrow. You aren't ready to go to bed because you're not finished, but I'll keep this in a safe place for you so that you can come back and revisit. Um, they revisit a lot, and that's what allows them a real depth of understanding and learning. It's a gift, um, but it's up to us to respect it, to cultivate it, and to honor it. Um, they will strive with patient encouragement, and they do need a hand to hold. So um, if you're not that slow to warm up patient personality, if that feels like um, fingernails on a chalkboard to you to go slow, um, take a deep breath and know that this, sometimes we have to get outside of our own comfort zones in order to be there to see here and love our children exactly where they need us to be. Um, and they might be cautious until they know you, trust you, know the situation, or trust the situation. So um, don't think of it in terms of timidity, just think of it in terms of taking a little extra time. Um, quiet power is not timid. Quiet power runs deep, comes with real strength. So give them the time to find confidence and determination. Um, and, and, and again, let them linger on the sidelines um, until they're ready to jump in because these observers of the world um, will have insights and gifts to give us that the big risk takers jump all in, big voice, uh, full participant extroverts um, won't give us. And, and what I love is that the world has each personality, each temperament, and each individual um, here to share their gifts on their own terms. Thank you so much for joining me today, and um, I look forward to talking with you again next week. Bye.